This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the morning of Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm Alex Brown. Sullivan County Community Hospital has begun construction on an estimated $70 million expansion that its CEO says is designed to expand access to care for the community. Michelle Franklin said the hospital is working to overcome barriers many in the community face. I think we've really done a great job of trying to forecast the needs, both from a primary care perspective, a specialty care perspective, to try to bring as many services to this hospital, to this campus, that would bring value to our community and not force people to leave because that is, I think, a huge challenge and a huge barrier to care as well. The expansion will include a new freestanding 30,000 square foot medical office building along with an addition to the rear of the main hospital building. A European beverage manufacturer has announced plans to close its facility in Evansville. In a notice to the state, Refresco said the move will result in the layoffs of 45 workers. The company said the move is part of a consolidation effort to allow for more efficient operation. The layoffs are slated to begin in late March. Former Shelbyville Mayor Tom DeBon has joined Indianapolis-based consulting firm TPMA as Senior Director of Indiana Economic and Community Development. The firm said Monday that the three-term mayor, who left office at the end of last year, will help communities develop their own strategies for economic growth. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. IBJ Media, Inside Indiana Business, and the Indiana Economic Development Corporation invite you to the Engage Indiana series, presented by CareSource, Indiana University, and Old National Bank. With an unrelenting focus on growing Indiana's economy, we'll dive into each region's unique challenges and distinct opportunities for growth. Nine regions, one goal. Indiana's bold future starts here. Discover more and register at ibj.com engage. The Senate Elections Committee on Monday added an amendment to a bill that could block some Hoosiers from running for Attorney General. IIB's Kate Sharon has more. The amendment to House Bill 1265 would add a qualification to run for Attorney General, saying the person can't have been disbarred or suspended without automatic reinstatement within one year of the election. The bill then passed the committee 6-2. It wouldn't currently apply to Attorney General Todd Rokita, who was reprimanded for misconduct in November, but new complaints were filed against Rokita, which are still working through the disciplinary process. If he were suspended without automatic reinstatement, he would be ineligible to run under the amendment. Former Attorney General Curtis Hill was suspended for 30 days in May 2020 for groping four women, but was automatically reinstated. Later that year, Rokita defended Hill in a convention and snagged the Republican nomination for the office. Pendleton Republican Senator Mike Gaskill, who chairs the committee, refused to entertain several amendments filed on the same bill and another one, but he allowed this amendment to move. It was explained by an attorney for the Legislative Services Agency, and Gaskill did not say who filed the amendment. The bill now moves to the full Senate. Kate Sharon, Inside Indiana Business, Radio. Cummins is facing multiple lawsuits from shareholders and Dodge Ram truck owners after the company agreed to pay $2 billion late last year to settle allegations that it unlawfully altered hundreds of thousands of pickup truck engines in violation of Clean Air Act emission standards. 
To date, six federal lawsuits have been filed against the Columbus-based manufacturer. All the plaintiffs essentially allege that they were misled by the company and that they or the corporation was harmed by its actions. Cummins spokesman John Mills said the company denies the claims and will defend itself against them in court. Cummins did not admit to any wrongdoing in the Clean Air Act case in which federal and California officials alleged the company had installed devices to bypass emissions tests on nearly a million Ram 2500 and 3500 pickup trucks produced from 2013 to 2023. It's now possible to ride a bike from just north of South Lake Mall in Merrillville to Griffith, Highland, and Hammond using a connected series of trails. Lakeshore Public Media's Michael Gallenberger reports. Crews are putting the finishing touches and the CNO Greenway extension. It connects what had been an isolated trail between Taft and Mississippi and Merrillville to the Oak Savannah and Erie Lackawanna trails in Griffith. Mitch Barloga is the Northwestern Indiana Regional Planning Commission's active transportation planner. At NERPC, what we're trying to accomplish is a way of getting all of these communities connected into the core network, and Merrillville will be part of that now with the extension of the CNO. The 2.8-mile connection is actually two concurrent projects led by Merrillville and the Lake County Parks and Recreation Department. Both got funding from the state's next-level trails program. For Lakeshore News, I'm Michael Gallenberger. Purdue Daniels School of Business Dean Jim Bullard is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC. A weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, and entertainment, and beyond. Available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Alex Brown for Inside Indiana Business Radio On Demand.